Okay, we're on Masechet Baba Kamedaf Nun Aleph. We're starting at the bottom of Nun. Amud Bet, three lines from the wide lines. Tznana, you pchutin miasarat fachim. So the Mishnah, the bright, quite some Mishnah here, it says, if the bore was less than 10 Fachim deep, and, and then a Shoro Chamor, which you'd be higher for if they fell in and it was 10 Fachim, and it died here, you patro, because it was less than 10 Fachim. But if it got damaged, you'd be higher for the damages. Okay? So the Gemara is going to ask it in a question. Before we start, the Shilin is dedicated to Shilin Shmot, and who's died in this war. Fortunately, the Khatufim, Psuim should be healed, and the soldiers should be successful. We should finish and win this war as quickly as possible. Okay, so that's them. That's what the, the Gemara. Yeah, yeah, for Khatufim, Daniel, Shimon, Ben Sharon, and uh, and uh, Elchanan, Yosef, Ben Osnati, Baruch Hashem is actually doing much better. I spoke to his, to his uncle yesterday. He's doing much, much better. Okay, right. Okay, they're making a daughter. All right, so now, so that's, that's, the, that's the Mishnah. So, you see here from the Mishnah, they're patur. Why they're patur? This is a question on Rav. Remember, Rav said, Hevel. Rav said that you die because of Hevel, like a bad smell or something like it, or fumes or whatever come out of the ground, like radon, probably, like, like a radon gas. You have, like, when you dig down. Uh, and, and Shmuel said, no, it's because of chavata, because of smashing into the thing. So the Gemara said, yeah, there seems to be a kasha on, on Rav. Because why you patu? You patu because it wasn't chavata. So there we are. If there was chavata, it was ten fachimah, you would have because of chavata. Which means that the reason why you chai was the chavata, not because of hevel, kasha on Rav. The Gemara says, no. Mishum delayed by hevla. It's because it's in hevel. On the contrary, it's in hevel. So that haloch is laksh, Rav. In other words, when you get to that level, right, until you actually get ten fachim, isn't heavy enough? No, no, enough hevla. So, so, so the Gemara says, "Aye, that's the case, right?" Iachi imuzak bo chayev. But then, how come if there was damages, you chayev? I let be heavy. Isn't hevla? So it's, you make up your mind. Aye, isn't heavy at ten for at nine tvachim, and therefore that's why you didn't die. So then how can they? What was the what was the damages? Must be because of chavata. And chavata says, "No, I'm a yeah, hevla lemita. We have hevla lenazik." And you're right. There wasn't hevla. There was enough hevel to cause death, but there was enough to call nezikim. The Gemara said, "Another kashnia who told the nafal arita the lie a story actually." Yeah, the Gemara said there was a shore that fell into this arita. What's arita the lie? Rashi says, "Arita the lie is a the yor." Like you know, in 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 Egypt they had like these channels that they would bang have a yor off the Nile River and they'd furrow water through them. It's like a water carrier. Okay, water carrier. Rashi says, "Mashke sadot v'yamukama." Like an irrigation field for your for your for your field and it's and it's and it's, it's an ama deep. That's why it's called, he says, if you call it amatamayim. In Hebrew you call it amatamayim. Why is it called amatamayim? Because it's an ama. The depth is an ama. An ama is like three or four tvachim. So you yeah, have yeah, they're going off the four tvachim, right? Uh, so it's amuka, it's, 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 a, it's an ama and an ama. So what happens is this ox fell into the ama. Fell into an ama, which is four tachim. Now shechte mare the only shechte that before could die. Shechte you could keep and eat it. Tarfer of Nachman says treif treif. Rashi points out in Masechet Chulin and Daf Mem Bet, we've got a list there of the eighteen types of treifers, the eighteen things that cause animal to be treif. We'll get to the peace God. One of them is risuk evarim, if the if the bones have been crushed up. So when an animal falls off a high area, so even though an animal looks like it's pretty good and normal to you, 
But if the bones inside are all smashed up, specifically in the in the in the internal part, you know, where where where, where it's sensitive and it can cause death. So the animal becomes a trophy and you can't and you can't eat that uh, and you can't eat that 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 animal. So Nachman trafed it. So Nachman tells us interesting tip over here. He says that we have Nachman. This guy in the meantime had to repair himself for a bit of a journey and took one cub of Kemach and packed him up and went to the Bad Midrash. Right? Vaazal, Tanit, Bad Midrash, and went to the Tanan, the Bad Midrash, or the Chavim, Bad Midrash. And he waited, and it would have taken him shot to make late, because if he had waited long enough in this whole journey, check what was going on over here, Haladesh, of what Right? Then he would, have, he would have waited 24 hours. Now, 24 hours is the test. That's like the litmus test is the animal a trade for or not? So if it lives for 24 hours after the fall, it's not a trafer. So if he had taken 20, I don't know if he's packed up, I don't know if he's actually gone on Skashayla, if he had gone and learned to the Midrash for taking a cup of Kemach and God's sin, and learned a bit of Torah for 24 hours and not rush to Shekhar's animal, right? Law absolutely wouldn't have lost his ox to Shavak Kamaka, which was worth many Kavim. So for one Kav, he could have saved himself a bit of time. Why rush and Shekhar the ox? Wait a while, go learn a bit of Torah, or go get a, 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 a Shayla or Skashayla, take a bit of time. And spend one one cup of food on the whole story. So the Gemara says, "Al Rab Nachman Asara." But wait a second, the Gemara says from this we point out that Rab Nachman says what that less than Asara is Chavata. It could cause smash up the story. So we see that there is less than Asara. So the Gemara it brings a kashav here. So eight Rab Rab Nachman Rab Asher Nachman a question. There was a hole was less than ten tefach. If it fell even died, it's patur. Ah, what time? What time? Why did that? Is it because it wasn't chavata? So what do you mean it was chavata? We are in Fort Fachim. This Amar was Fort Fachim. So no, no, no. We should not be hevla. So then it's not because chavata. Chavata they might have been, but why are you patur because of hevel? Oh, you see, all passing like rav. Okay, passing like rav. Let me show you the Rashi. Ava chavata it by. Vafilu achi patur. Look at Rashi there. The second words of Rashi patur ke ke rav. I guess we pass can look here like Rav, so that's why you are patur. You patur from the nez, but there is a chavata, and the animal falls, the animal's going to trifle. But in terms of nez, you patur because we haven't got enough hevel, and we want the hevel, not the thing. So the Gemara says, Iachi, Vimuzak Bochayev, Hakim, if it's damaged, you hide for the damages. Highlight the hevel is never. It's the same answer, it's Amalai, and Hevel Limita, Valyash Hevel and Zikin. Because enough hevel for the Zikin. Okay? So that is the story. It's another gross akash. Once we're on the story over here of Height and heavy for the zikin. What's wrong there? Yeah, I'm just sitting there the wife. Ah, so says I'm gonna end heavy the mitzvah zikin. Right, so that's uh, that's uh, okay. So eighty vei bait. So now the gemara's a kashia. Bait askila. We learn this in Sanhedrin. Rather when they when they hang when they executed somebody with skila, so they take them up to the two two story floor. Said I yagavosh they komot the two stories v'tani Allah. We learned to have a commercial law and heat stand up also high. It's actually like as if he's three stories high. Kanchalosh, right? And, he, and they throw him down from there. So, where is him? But if it's Chavata, we can, you can smash him. Why do we have to go to such an extent? Take him up two stories, make him stand up, just throw him off a floor. What's the big deal? This is an amazing answer. He says, Navi Asara. Then what? Just do Asara, right? If there's enough. Right? You gotta love your life like yourself. How would you, would you would a person want to be killed from a low story and, and, and thrown off and be broken up? He wouldn't die, he wouldn't die quickly. 
Right? So, mitayafa. Look at Rashi. You've got to find him the best way. So, the Gemara said, well, what is it? That's the case. Why only two stories? Take him up to a 10 story building and throw him a 10 story building, right? He said, Because then his body will be smashed up into little pieces. And that's not Kvodabriyot. Right? That's not a Mechubid way for a person to, to, to go. So, you find that at a height, we are the one and he'll die quickly because of Haftachach Kabocha. And then we don't do it too high because it's to be smashed until at least we have his body intact. Right? Uh, so, because uh, of Kvara, 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 Briot. Morakad says, okay, he wants another kasha on that. Eitivay. So now we've, we know we've got a mitzvah that uh, when you build a new house, you've got to build a marker around the roof of the house. Right? And the pastor uses the words, ki menu. When the guy who's the faller, had no fell, he's called the faller. In other words, he will fall. Person will fall. If you don't do it, he will fall. Even, right? The one says, Mi menu the Bach changes that not to mitocho, but to letocho. The mitzvah is from your roof onto the, onto the public space. Right? So, okay, so how would it work? Let's say you live like on a cliff and the mountain is above your house. Right? So, and now the guy could fall from the mountain onto your roof. That's not your responsibility. Right? If he felt from fell from the Shtarabim onto your roof, Pato, you Pato, that's not your problem. If the, if the Shtarabim is, 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 is deeper than you, Tent Vachim, right? Then I found Mitocho and he falls from your roof. Letocha to Shtarabim, then you chayev. So now the Kumon says, So now we got a question. We, we saw a second ago that if there is Chavata, they're smashing up. Even less than ten fachim. So how come the house is we need only from a ten fachim house? So going to the amazing answers. I'm like, why? Say shani bayit. When it comes to house, it's different. The whole pachot mi asara, I love baitu. If it's less than ten fachim, it's not bayit. Now where do we learn that din of a minimum height of ten fachim? Come on, sukkah. Correct. In sukkah, in sukkah we learn less than ten fachim. Now let's have a sukkah. I want to show you something here. We've got this masechet. Remember we learned sukkah. Got this Marot Sukkah, the Mora Daf, or a Kora Lashon, put out this book about the Sukkah. So we see it's quite amazing. The Gemara is going to ask that question in a moment. Right, so just like we saw with Sukkah, it's exactly the same thing with Sukkah. So we said over there that the minimum height was 10 Tvachim. The Gemara said, okay, so that's fine. So, so he says, uh, So he says, wait a second, you're going to tell me now that the minimum of a house is 10 tvachim. But we have a situation as well where from the outside of the roof, if the guy falls off the roof, it's 10 tvachim. But what about the, the width of the ceiling and the gutters and all that sort of stuff? That takes up a bit of space. So really inside the house, you've got lower than 10 tvachim. Correct? So it's not a house then. You tell me a house has to be at least 10 tvachim, might be a house. This is less than a house. When they dug away inside of it. Exactly like in the deal of sukkah. If your sukkah wasn't 10 tvachim, you dug away a bit inside, you could also have a lower, higher sukkah. So we say, well, he says, well, we got another situation. He says, that's the case that when outside you never had 10. It says from the, from, it says, uh, outside you had 10, 
when we say we dachakba, elahanu time at Rav Nachman Tzavah, what's Rav Nachman Tzvari Slavia? Mikrisa the Torah Larakama is the same thing with an ox then. We don't have to have ten either, because we're not going to say, when an ox is standing on its feet, how high is the stomach off the floor? Habe Arba, some say, but Arba am atvachim. So I read the Galai Kameh, and this, 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 uh, Amat Maim we spoke about, right? This water irrigation story. How deep is that? We said, Kama Habe Shita. So if it's six deep, ha, so you got ten. So Ishtakach the Kikam Machvat Measara, who the Kamachvat. So he says, so therefore, basically, we find now that if it falls into the thing, it falls into the ten. So, but no, I'm just talking about Dafka ten. Can you my boy should be like Mitvachim? Of course, we're like Mitvachim. So, but she didn't miss again. So, what is it? What do you mean? Amishta said that the pit has to be ten Tvachim. Now, contrary to Nachman, if we're going now where you dug a bit into the floor and you're going there and you're adding them all together, so maybe the animals fall Tvachim off the ground and it falls six Tvachim into the ground, it actually fell. How far did the stomach fall? Ten Tvachim? Should be enough. So, Amishta said, no, it's actually ten Tvachim. We need ten Tvachim. Six Tvachim enough all of a sudden. So how did it happen with the animal then? So he said, no, 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 no. I'm Ramatnitin the Ignadar Labor. Look at Rashiya, Shocheva Yavin We're talking about a case in our Mishnah where the ox was lying on the ground and rolled over. It didn't it wasn't standing. It li- rolled over, it had to be for the whole ten to actually get the damage, etc. That's how it worked. Okay, that was a bit of uh, of light of light stuff compared to the duck we had up until now, right? It also defines exactly what a house is. Yeah, well, the house. Not ten, uh, not uh, ten tvachim ha, or four amas square. It's not considered a house, and you don't need a makkeh. You wouldn't have to have a makkeh if it wasn't ten tvachim. Well, let's, let's be honest. If it's less than that, it's like a table, right? Not a house. Sure, I know, but they're just defining what. Is you know what I mean? So uh, yeah. that's what I'm saying. We're saying a minimum house is ten tvachim high, but but it's ten tvachim net high, not ten tvachim uh, gross high. So if it's not ten tvachim above the ground, you've got to dig into the ground. If it's above the ground, it'll be ten tvachim high from inside, which means that the roof would always be a bit more than ten tvachim high if it was a normal house. And okay, and so on added the measure of of, of 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 four tvachim, right? Of uh, of arba amot, right? Because arba amot is your reshut. Right? With the with 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 the sukkah, it was smaller. It had to fit your head and your body. Remember, there was a sukkah. Isn't there an Indian? If someone's walking on the roof, he's going to be careful anyway. You don't normally walk around on your roof. On the contrary, to the times of Chazal, they used the roof like their backyard. Remember, we saw that all the time. The roof, they dried stuff on the roof. They did things that we built their sukkah on the roof. As opposed to us today, we hardly use our roofs. In the times of Chazal, the roof was, was most used. Everything was done on their roof. So you'd be so you'd be walking around in a flat roof. You'd be we would be walking around. In fact, that's probably like if you had a flat roof house and you had access to the roof and you got this marquee, right? We've and by the way, you should not the building the building code in Israel is that a marquee has to be eighty centimeters high. By the way, if it's straight, it has to be eighty centimeters high. That is the height that it has to be, which is ten fachim. Uh, okay, so. Uh, there's certain tiles that have to be high, that have to be one meter ten. But uh but uh, there are there are there are, are, are throwbacks to, to, to that. Okay, new Mishnah. Bor Shoshnashtafim. Now we've got two owners, partners in a bor. This actually this is a whole new change in Mishnah. We'll see it's a whole new concept. The more is changing. I don't know why in the middle of the parik it's something so different. But you'll see a bor shashnashtafim, avar lavarishomalochisao. The first one left the bor and never covered it up. Vashaini and then the second one left the board. And Hashani Chayev, Mishnah says the last one, the Shani is Chayev. Look at Rashi over here. Hashani Chayev, Varishon Patur. 
and the first one's patur. And Rashi says the Gemara mocking la b'sheinicho rishon l'sheni mishdamesh. Rashi says now Rashi is going to tell us the word avar, which is uh, the Mishnah says borsh shemim avar alav harishon. The one guy was using avar means he was using it. Vedole keshalach lora, and then and he leaves the second guy there to draw water while he's gone. So it seems that the second guy is now takes on full responsibility. So the Gemara says, How do we find a case of a boar that's owned by two partners? Remember yesterday we had the machloket between Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef to explain to us the machloket in Rabbi Yishmael and Rabbi Akiva. Remember that? So according to Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva says that a boar in Rishut Hayachid, you chayev. In Rishut HaRabim, you patu. Remember? He said, because you have to have Baal Habor. He said that yesterday according to Rabbi Akiva, if you have Baal Habor, so it has to be a Rishtayachi. And Rabbi Shmuel said, no, Bala Bor means Bala Takala. Remember? That's how Rashi explained it. He said Bala Bor, I think it was an Amud Bet. The beginning, wasn't it there? Where was it? No, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Balim, yeah. On the summary, Nun Amud Aleph. Third line says, Rabbi Shmuel, Savar Bala Takala. And Rashi says, Udulam Mishra Rabbi, Mabi Shuto, Avbi Shivki Patu. And Rishtayachi, you always Patu. Rabbi Yosef said, Rabbi Yosef said, no. But let's go according to Rabbi, because it seems to be the Aloha. So Rabbi Shmuel says, And Rabbi Akiva says, So now, the Gemara is now trying to understand, how do we have this idea of partnership in a Bor Birshut Harabim? Just to explain something, which I might have explained yesterday, I think I only really understood it properly today. With the Bor Birshut Harabim, according to Rabbi Akiva, we said always, Rabbi Akiva said that you had to mafkir the reshut, but you didn't mafkir the boar. Remember that you, were, you, you made the reshut hefka. Why did we made the reshut hefka? Because if your reshut wasn't hefka, then how do people get into your house to go to your boar, to, to fall into your boar? Because if, they, if you didn't mafkir the reshut, and we saw Rashi said this yesterday, then you could say to the guy, what are you doing in my backyard? Why are you in my backyard? So the reason why you were in my backyard and I'm chayiv is because I, I made the, the access to the boar hefka. Okay, so that's how I never had mafkid the boar. So it's still my boar, but to get there was hefka. So basically, I created like a reshut rabbi in my backyard. So, so the Gemara asks the question: How do we have this idea of the Mishnah saying that boar shall shnei shutafim? Where do you have a partnership in a boar? So the Gemara is like this: Hey, Mishnah, now he anichis for rabbi. If you look at me, I can rabbi shutu chayev. Shachal abchatzis shnei uboar shnei vivkiru shutam levkiru bran. It's partial going to be akiva because it was a backyard owned by two people. They were partners. They dug this hole together, their partnership, they owned the hole together, and they were mafki, they were shut, you could have access to the board together, and they're responsible. That's fine. El Isfar le bor bishuto patu. If you hold up Rabbi Shema, who says, bor in your own rishri's patu. So then, hechi mashki mishkachet adachayv ale brushtarabim. How do you have it that you chayv in shtarabim, the board? Since when you can be partners in shtarabim, you can't own the public place in partnership. Can't you have a joint uh, property? In shtarabim? Yeah, and then you're mafkir. No, that's Yishrayachid mafkir. That's your Yishrayachid you're mafkir. We don't have Yishrayachid. That's Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Shmuel says, no, it's by Yishrayachid. In the street. You went and dug a pit in the street, the two of you. How do you have your partnership? How do you find it? So the Gemara says, maybe maybe the, you, you employed a Shaliach. Two of you paid a guy together and said, you know, go, go dig me a pit in Yishrayachid. But at the end of the day, if a guy falls inside there, it's an issue. You aren't allowed to create a bush to rabbi. So what do we say? The Gemara says, can't be. Why? Ain't I can't send a guy to go and do an Aveira for me. He's the guy that did the Aveira. So even if the two of us paid him, at the end of the day, whose boar is it? 
his. So we still haven't worked out how do we have a bar Mr. Rabim owned by two partners. Right? So maybe if, they, if one guy dug the first five, the other guy dug the last five tfachim. The Gemara says, no, it wouldn't work. Then the first guy dug the first five tfachim. We learned on Daf Yud that if you dug a bar of nine tfachim, somebody else came and dug the tenth tfach, the guy who dug the tenth tfach, he's chayiv on the whole tenth tfachim. Right? So they help you over here. So the Gemara says, we'll see this in the moment of the Rebbe Rabbanan. We'll see this now. Machlok Rebbe Rabbanan. Rebbe says, when it comes to nezikin, you can be partners in the damages. It's not in mita. Elul Rebbe ulamita. The Rabbanan bein mita bein nezikin. You can't find it. According to Rabbanan, it's always the last guy, both nezikin and mita. And Rebbe says, well, for mita it's the last guy. So how are you going to find it? So I'm Rabbi Yochai. Rabbi Yochai says, I'll tell you how. Two guys together, they were digging in the street together, the whole, each of them with their own spade, and they dug the tent vacuum together. That's how you got it. That's a simple answer. So the Gemara now says, okay, what is the story about Rebbe and Rabbanan? Right, so Rabbi Kiva gives us the answer. The Gemara now says, my Rebbe or my Rabbanan. So the Gemara says, Tanakama says, if one guy dug ten, this is the list going to Dafyud, I think it's Dafyud. Right, one dug a nine tvachim, another guy came and dug the tenth one, the tenth guy's chayev. Rebbe Yomer, Achara Charon, Lemita, Vachashtel, Nezikin. Rebbe says, You're right, he agrees with Chachamim with regards to Mita, but Nezikin, they'd be shed that Shay Nezikin. So it was my time with Rabbanan. Watch Rabbanan's using it. It's always the last card. I'm a crack. We saw this limud yesterday as well. Right? The Pazuk says, Ki yiftach ish bor v'chi yichesh bor. When I open a pit and dig a pit. Im apticha chayv apricha lo koshchein. If you chayv, even if you're opening it, aren't you chayv certainly for digging it? Right? El elahavi kora achar koresh is like master. And the Gemara says, Now what does Rabbanan say? Rabbanan say, It tells us, Ki yiftach and ki yichreh. That the second guy is, Even though he dug something which was already been dug from somebody else before, he's chayv. So Rebbe, what does he say? Rebbe, Amalach, Henu Mitzchach, Rebbe said, no, I need that psukim for what? I mean, like we learned yesterday. What was yesterday? If we just said, if we said just, V'chi Yiftach, we thought all you got to do is cover it. And if you said, V'chi Yichrei, you would have to fill it up, remember? Kamashlan in both cases, or whatever. It's right, so Rabbanan, I mean, I also need that Mitzchach, Mitzchach. Well, it says, yes, that he does. That, that can't be Rabbanan's reason then. So, Elohanu Tam Rabbanan, what's Rabbanan's reason? Amalach, Pazit says, Ki Yichrei, Ishbor, Achar, Velo Shnaim. It says, Ki Yichrei, Ishbor. If kichre ishbor vechiyifatach vechiyifatach ishbor vechiyichre ishbor, it says kichre ish one ish velosh naim. So what's in the Rebbe also? It says ishbor velosh naim. So Rebbe says how many baalei kichre ishbor velosh shorbor. Rebbe now Rebbe uses that for something else. It says kichre ishbor velosh shorbor. So Rabbanan, where did they learn shor that the person has to dig a hole and not the shor? Then we had the other day we had a case where a chamor came into your house or a and dug up a hole in your house. We said the bala shore was 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 high of damages to your field, but you wouldn't be he wouldn't be high on the bore because the bore has to be dug by a person because there's kichre ishbor lo chamor. Remember that chamor we learned a couple of days ago. So so the gemara says no. We would rabbanan rabbanan says no. It mentions the tray bore tray bore kativ. It says twat vechichre ishbor vechichvatach vechichre. And both times it said ishbor.
But how do you know it's not the first guy that's chai? Why the second guy? Do you mean the first guy? Shmuel says no. The dead shore belongs to the guy. So who's the dead shore going to belong to? The last guy who was there. It makes sense. The last guy, he's the guy around. He's the guy that finally the muck have a patish over here. He's going to get it. So what's the one second? Vahai, hamet yomim baileli kidrabe dama rabe short pshulam kushilaf al bor patush dema vamet yelo b'misha hamet yelo. So the question is, well, saying that's why mate year law, you telling me is proof that the last guy is the is the guy who's chayev. We need a pasuk for something else. We're a limit of Rava. The Rava will tell us from that why mate year year law. I'm just paraphrasing the Rashi's now here, just for sake of time. But mate year law, you're looking at the Rashi. Rashi's like this. We talk. That comes to the din of psulam mukdashi. What up psulam mukdashi? Look at Rashi. Kagon bechor bal mum. There's a bechor that's got a mum, right? It belongs to the coin. Shushal coin. It's called Shor Ehu. Or there's a Shor Korban that you dedicate as a Korban. Shinafabu Mum, and then you lift it, you redeemed it. They're by Shor Ehu. It's called Shor Ehu. But even though it's called Shor of your friend, in other words, it's not Hektesh, it's still got a big limitation. What's the big limitation? When do we say that you, the guy who's responsible for killing the ox, you get the ox? If you can, when it's yours in its entirety, what does it mean yours? You can do what you want with it. You want to feed your dogs to this animal? Feed it to your dogs. Now a bachor or a korban that had a mum and was redeemed, you can't feed to your dogs. Because there's still a certain amount of kedusha. You can't shear its wool. If you only eat the meat, you can't feed the meat to your dogs. Remember, there's all things you can't weigh it in a butcher, you can't set it off by liters, all those sorts of limitations on it. That's not a hundred percent vahamet yeloh. It's not yours. So that din tells me only when it's fully yours are you chayev. If it's not fully yours, then you patur. So if a bechor falls into a bechor with a mum or a korban and a mum that was nifte falls into your por, you patur. So that's what that pasuk's for. So where do we know that's the last guy that's now chayev, not the first guy? Because we can't use vahamet yeloh. Are you with me? Right? That pasuk's not available. Josh, you got it? Right? Right? So, so, so the Gemara says, It's Pashud. We don't need a Pashud for that. It's obvious. Why? We're always talking about the last guy. The last guy is the guy that is there when the ox gets killed. He's the guy that's there. There's no Pashud for it. And then Rashi points out over here. He says, We can learn them both from that Pashud. We have to worry so much. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. So that's the bottom line. We know that it's the last guy. Rabbi Rabbanan, Rabbi says that when there's, when there's damages, there's joint responsibility if, it's, if they're partners. If the one guy dug the nine, the last guy dug the ten. But for mate, it's always the last guy. And Rabbanan says it's always the last guy, whatever the case is. Okay, going to the bright Rabbanan. Echad achofer, echad achofer bor asara. And then ba acher vishlime le esrim. Now another guy comes to 20. Uba acher vishlime le shloshim. Kulan chayavim. Now, we said just a moment ago, if one guy digs a nine fucking deep and another guy adds a tefach, who's responsible? The last guy. Now, suddenly, all three are chayev. So, what's the difference over here? Because the first guy already made it lethal. The second guy just added it was really lethal. The third guy was more lethal. So, really, the first guy was really responsible. So, we can't patch with the first guy. And we can't part to the second guy either because he went to made it more lethal. 
And the third guy added more lethal, right? That's the, that seems to be the svara. On the other hand, we got a stira. The question is, why we got a stira? Now we got a case where one guy already dug a tent fucking deep. Now tent fucking deep is according to your lash on someone lethal. And yet another guy came and plastered it very nicely, made it all full of plaster, and did some murals on the walls. And now who's chayev? The last guy's chayev. But how come? Why aren't they both chayev? The first guy already made a tent fucking deep, right? Look at the Rashi over here. We need a Rashi over here. The last Rashi on the Amur. Rashi says, Kayad, Asabo tziurin bektalim betiach hasid shatachbo. I'm sorry, no, the first the Rashi before that. Sayad vekayad. Shemitchila rachavayad. It was originally a wider pit. Velo ayabo hevel kol kach. Because it was so wide, so the hevel would, would, would go out. Right? It, wasn't, it didn't keep the hevel, the smell, whatever it was, inside the pit. The guy who plastered it made it smaller. So we see that maybe the first guy who dug it, it was deep enough for Chavata, but it wasn't deep enough, it wasn't narrow enough for Hevel. And we pass things like Rav. And Rav says, what do you need? Hevla. So the first guy didn't make it lethal because it was too wide. So they're very different, right? So the Gemara wants to bring that stira. So the Gemara says, is it a stira? Gemara says, lay me ha Rebbe v'ha Rabbanan. Maybe it's Bakhre Rebbe Rabbanan. Because why would the one Rebbe Rabbanan? Rebbe said what? That all the, 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 the first brighter could be Rebbe. Because Rebbe says, anyhow, we've got a case of partnership. He says, even with Nezikim, we've got partnership, right? So Rashi points out, yeah, he says, maybe Rebbe says that when you got partnership in Nezikim, because even Nantvach, it was enough for Hezek. So therefore, if it was already, if you've got partnership when it was good for Hezek, so now the first guy who had dug it, dug it was enough for Mita, so now you become partners in Mita as well. Maybe that's Rebbe. And the second brighter, which is the last guy, is only Rabbanan. Remember, Rabbanan said there's never partnerships, remember? Everybody with me? Is that the one way of explaining it? Right? Amar Rabbanan said no. Hava Rabbanan, they're both Rabbanan. Why are they both Rabbanan? Look at Rashi. Uh, like we in the previous round, where even Rabbanan would agree, if the first guy hadn't done enough for Mita, so then the second guy. So we don't even agree that when do we say the last guy is high when the first guy hadn't done enough to kill. But yeah, the first guy didn't have to kill, so they're all partners. Then what about the last brighter? The first guy done sure mita. That's the way like we explain it. Basically, the first guy didn't do enough really. Even though we thought he did enough, we just dug in deeper enough. But yeah, it wasn't really it wasn't really lethal until the second guy came along. And made it narrow enough. So that's Rabbanan. I mean, there's another version of here that Rav Zvi didn't say Hava Ha Rabbanan. He said Hava Ha Rebi. He said Hava Ha Rebi. Look at Rashi. Because he says, why would you say that? Because Rabbanan would never say partners. Rabbanan, Rabbanan choose the guy who's responsible. If the first guy did enough for Hezek, he's responsible. First guy didn't do enough for Hezek, he's not responsible. That would be Rebbe. But that would be Rabbanan. But Rebbe, it could be Rebbe, right? The Kulachav, right? Tiktani, Kulan, Chavin, Shapi. Ha, Tiktani, Acharon, Chayev. Kegon, Shloyabo, Hevel. 
לא מיותר ולא נזיקין. בא אחר והוסיף פה הבל, בא נמיתר ונזיקין, זה לא רק רבי סייד. In the first case, Rabbi said that we always agree that their partners, if it's for damages, so so too, if it's for murder, there's partners as well, if it's enough. That would be Rabbi. Okay. Now, when we spoke about uh, being partners in digging a, bur- a, a bore, just understand that for a second, just the, 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 we're speaking about Hevla, right? So let's use my example of radon gas. Okay? We live in an area here in Taman, there was a big scare many years ago that the basements had radon, and everyone was doing radon tests. Was a, I don't think anybody found any radon. But there was this big concern about basements being dangerous because of radon. So now when you dig deep, there's radon in the ground. Now if it's very open and there are lots of windows, etc., so the radon goes out, right? Also, you have to be deep for the radon to affect you. If you just dig one meter, it's not going to really be a problem. So when you go, the deeper you go, the more that it becomes condensed and the dangerous it is. So let's say that we now say you've got a pit 10 fucking deep. So there are two ways you can make this pit. You've got a pit 9 fucking deep. There are two ways you can make a 10 fucking deep. You can dig an extra tefach down. Right? Or you can build around the top of the pit another tefach up, correct? So now it's not in line with the ground, but if you're looking in a pit inside, the wall of the pit is ten tefachima. Like some people got a swimming pool that's half the pool's above ground, correct? Or some mm. guys have basements, half the basement's above ground. When you're in the basement, the basement is, is, your, is at the full height, but it's not all above ground. So you can add on the outside or you can dig down in the bottom. So we've spoken up until now about digging down in the bottom, digging deep. What if you don't dig deep, you build up? So now is that smell, that bad smell or that gas, is it up when you're digging, when you build up? Or is it only really get bad the deeper you dig? I would say the deeper you dig. Mm-hmm. So that's like the Moroccan Moroccan. So you had a bore and God can put a rock on top of the bore. By putting rock on the bore, they made the bore high. Now you got a tent bore. So isn't this a Look at Rashi, Rabbanan Achron Chai, Rabbanan said the last one is Chayev. Bein Azikim, Bein Amita, and Rabbi Rebbe Yomer, Achron Amita, Achar Shten Azikim. Same thing, the last guy. Rabbanan would say it's always the last guy, both Amita and Achron Azikim. No, it doesn't mean you covered it. It's like on the side of the mouth. You made now, the, you essentially raised the top of the, of the bowl, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, so the Gwara says, no, that's Pshita, that doesn't make sense. Oh, that's Pashu, well, what's a Chirush? The Gwara says, no, it is a Chirush, why? Mahu the time, what would we have thought? Lamatu the Hevla Diday Kakatila Balamala the Lohevla Diday Lo Katilay. Mahu thought that where's the Hevel? When is the guy adding Hevel? And when he digs down, when he builds up, there's no Hevel. Therefore, Amen will be Chayev. Kamashmudan, no, even so is Chayev. Okay, that's the problem number one. Now we're getting to a little bit of a trickier situation, come to some takus. So now by Rav, Rav asked Akasha, and we need Rashi's here with us. Tam tefach. This is the word tam means satam belashon arami. Closed up. So it means tam to do Rashi. A chofer bore tet. A guy dug a bore nine fachim deep. V'acher yishlimu lashon. Now the third party guy came and dug it up to ten fachim. Then the guy who dug the ten tefach chazarach aron v'satam and closed up that ten tefach. He had charot. He closed it up. Umila afar oto tefach shosif. And he added back the tenth tefach. Or look in the Mishnah. Silek avanav. Or the same story. A guy built a, 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 a bore nine fachim. Ha? A guy came and put some rocks on the top to make it hard to tend, and then took those rocks away again. It was returned it back to its original state. So, Mahu, do we say now what the guy did, the second guy, whatever he did, he undid. So, he's basically removed himself now from the whole scenario. Or, Dilman, no, maybe not. And he started, the fact that he started tampering with the pit in the first place, and it was nine, he made it ten, it became his pit. Ah, he filled it in. He filled in his pit. So if somebody falls in there 
and they get damages. There's no mitzvah because not ten fachim, but the damages. His damages now, not the first guy's damages, right? For coming like kulei, we should. The more he's with taiku. Okay, so what's our locha when we say taiku? What's our locha? We say lechumra. Lechumra, right? We got lechumra. So what would the chumra here be? Would the chumra be that 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 he's responsible, or the first guy's responsible? They're both responsible. I'm not sure. Anybody got a halacha there? See what halacha is. I want to check if you can find what halacha is there. Okay. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't look at that. There's what that taker was. Uh, Who's the last guy? Okay, the last guy. The last guy. So we got a Last guy. Okay, so we go to Chumrah. Okay, Amar Rabbah Barmah Chanam Rabbah Shumrah Barmah to Bosh Shmoni. Now you go to Bosh, there's eight deep. Um, mehen shnei tvachim maim. And two of those eight tvachim are full of water. And now we said, yeah, God falls in his chai. So why are you chai? It's only eight deep. So he says, my time. He says, call tevach to maim, can trade the Yav Shadamia. He says, every tevach of water is like two tevach of digging. Look at Rashi, maim at the Av Deshakla. Hold on. Uh, it says water, every techaf of water adds the same amount of hevel as two extra tvachim. Yeah. So it was eight tvachim deep, right? So every tefach of water, so there's two tefach of water there, it's like another four tvachim of hevel. Okay, that's why you have. You, you so I buy a lehu, bortish out, main tefach echad my ma. What is If it's nine tvachim, then one of those tvachim is full of water. Do we have to have at least like two tefachim of water to create that hevel? Or only one tefach is enough, or one tefach is enough? Maybe only one tefach of water, so it wouldn't be enough. Or No, since it's nine deep, there's enough hevel there for the water to add up to the hevla. And the Gemara says, by the next question as well, here are seven tefach bor, and it's got three tefachim more, lots of water, but not very deep. So my me and Kevin did a fish and my tvay it by heaven since it got so much water it's dipping lots of heaven so that gives it ten fucking deep. Or dear me Kevin the law imkele by heavla, it wouldn't be a high deep deep enough. Maybe it wouldn't work. Well it's really well taiku. Okay, by me rabbi she's me rabba hirchibama. What is the other bore? It was wide. Now you you opened it up. You made the bore was let's say it was a bore which was ten fucking deep, and it was just wide enough that the heavel was strong, and now you made it wider. So whenever you make it wider, the heavel goes out, correct? Now the hevla goes out. So maybe you actually helped the situation. Maybe you made the bore less damageable, right? Less, less damageable. So I'm going to let me out hevla. He made hevla. So on the contrary, I'm going to add hevla. Harei kirev On the other hand, he made it wider now. So if an ox is, Rashi says, if an ox is leaning over, walking over, it's going to fall into that bore sooner because it's got a bigger mouth. So he says, you know, El Amr Rashi says, Nikhza anan ibe hevla ma'it harei miyat hevla. Ibe chavita ma'it harei kirev hezika. He says, you know what, I'll tell you, it looks like this. If the ox fell in, right? He says, if he died because of Hevel, so then we know it was from that, so let's say, because at the end of the day, you helped it being less Hevel. And if it died from Chavata, so then we'll say, you're too responsible because you made it easier than to fall in. That would be the one. It could have another version. Let's see where he fell in. If the boar was here, 
and you widened it to the right, and the animal fell in on the left side, so the fact that you widened it to the right had no bearing on how the animal fell. So you'd be willing to be patur. If he fell on the right side, it's because of the view that he fell. If you had him at a wide, he wouldn't have fallen, then you'd be chayyim. Okay. It by another kashi, a bore shom kerokh, if it's a square bore, right? The, well, not square, but the depth and the width is equal. So Rabbi Rav Yosef, the Amrit Tarvayu. Now, normally when we have a cloud, when we have a lashon in the Gomorrah, the Amrit Tarvayu, Rabbi and Shmuel, the Amrit Tarvayu, what does it mean normally? It means they say the same thing, right? It means it's not machloket. But here it says Itmar. Now Itmar can either be introducing an Amoric statement or normally it's interested introducing an Machloket Amorayim. Right? So here it says Itmar, Borosh Um Kekracha, Rav, Rabbi Varav Yosef, Ta'amay Tarvayu, Mishmaid Rabbi Barachana, Ta'amay Mishmaid Rabbi Mani. They say in Rabbi Mani, Chadamar Lola Mieshpa Hevel Achir Chava Yotir Omta. One says there's always heaven in it until it's wider than it is deep. It's never got heaven. Until it's deeper than it's wide. They're arguing. So how do you mean the Amek Tarvayu? And honestly, this troubled me. Today, on, in the shul, shul this morning, I was going through this Gemara and I was put to rest my concerns. Because you look at the Mishra Hashas, uh, sorry, Hagod Abach, he takes out the, not whatever was it, and the Mishra Hashas says, yeah, Baharosh, later Milat Tarvayu. The Rosh hasn't got the word Tarvayu. So it's not that they said that they both said the same thing, but it's Itmar, there's a Machlokah Moraim here, with regards to a Bosh, Rabbi Rav Yosef, that's the Machlokah. The one said they have to be wider, the ones have to be deeper. Okay, the Gemara brings the next Machlokah, which I imagine you're going to do the same thing, even though they never said it. But again, Avar, Lavar, Rishon, Velokisahu, no, no, I skipped something here. Avar, Lavar, Rishon, Velokisahu, Avar, Lavar, Rishon, Velokisahu, we saw the Mishnah, one guy, Avar, Rashi points out the Lashon over here, Avar, Lav, he says, Avaria means, Hishtamesh, he used it. Right? And then he left it, never covered it, and we said that the second is Chayv, the Gemara says, Verishon, Ma'emat, Mifta, at what stage in the game, does the second guy, Become exempt, right? Re- be relieved of liability. When? Because if they're two partners in a bore, so they've got joint liability, right? They both got to make sure the bore is good. At what stage does the second guy assume liability, and the, th- and the, and the first guy is is, is is resolved, absolved, whatever the word is, right? So Rabbi Rav Yosef again, Amar Tarvayu, Mishmaid Rabbi Barbachanet, Amar Mishmaid Rabbi Mani. Same things. I imagine you're going to take out the word Tarvayu as well. Chalamar once said, Mishemenicho Mishdamesh. When the guy stops using it, the Chalamar not when he stops using it, not enough. Mishim Solo Dalio when he hands the second guy the cover. Now it's amazing when you get to an interesting, beautiful answer. End of this beautiful answer. The Gemara. So the Gemara says, Isn't that like a Machloket Tanai? The Tadakama says, as soon as the first guy stops using the, 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 the thing, he's patur. And Rabbi Yezer ben Yaakov says, no, Mishim solo dalio. Only when he gives him the dalio, when he gives him the lid. So Gemara says, but my can we figure, what's the machloket between them? He says, like, Rabbi Yezer ben Yaakov, Savar Yesh Breira. Remember Breira? Breira means that retroactively we know that the water I drew out of the pit is my water. If we say it isn't Breira, then it means that we're both partners in a pit, in a, in, a, in, a, in a well, and I allow you to use some of my water when you draw for yours, you're drawing half yours, half mine, and when I draw, you allow me to use some of your water. That's how we equal each other out. Breira says no. 
And, and, then, and then what's the din? Think about it for a moment. If we say there's no brera, then when you draw out water from the, per, the, the well, you're always drinking a, taking out a bit of my water, which I'm allowing you to use. I'm lending you my water. I'm lending you my well, my half of the well. I'm lending to you. So you become a shoel. If you're a shoel, you're chayev. In a chayev. If you borrow my car, you're responsible for my car, right? So if you borrow my well, you're responsible for my well. We're both responsible. As soon as I go away and I leave you there, you're responsible. So Rabbi Nezer says there's Braira. Right? Rabbi Nezer says, Ben Yaakov me mishiyom shodali. Rabbi Nezer be Yaakov Braira. Yai midida ikam memaleva. Yai midida ikam memaleva. We each fill up our own. Rabbi Nezer ain't Braira. There's no Braira. And Rabbi Nezer and Rabbi Nezer they're consistent. It's not like quite in the machloket somewhere else. So we have a sechit beitza. And the when two parties make a neder that they won't get any hanar from each other, Tanakama says, We've got a problem now. Why? Because we own a yard, a, a, a piece of property together, and we own it, some of it's mine, some of it's yours. So we neither of us can ever go into the yard, says Tanakama. Why? Because every time I go in, I'm stepping on yours. Part of it's yours. But Rabbi Yaakov says, No. Each one can go in. Why? Because whenever I go in, there's braider. Wherever I'm walking is mine. And you can go where you go. Wherever you're walking is yours. They're obviously getting a knife from each other. So the question is, Mike, if there's a knife, there's a braider. I've had a knife, I've had a knife, I've had a So how do we explain the idea of the water? So how come, according to Abelizim and Yaakov, the moment I give you the, the, the lid, right, you chayev, and until I give you the lid, we both chayev, the, the cover of this bore, I think the answer is as follows. Because we're saying it's braider, so Braira means that you always using your water and I'm always using my water. So there's no shoel here, like in, a, in, in, in partnership. I'm, you're not borrowing anything of mine. So as long as you have, as long as I'm still there, right? You basically only responsible for your part of the pit. And when the guy falls in, he falls into both of our pits. So I'm responsible always for mine because you're never responsible for mine because you're only always responsible for yours. That's what Braira means. Whatever you're using is of yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I hand over the lid to you, I say, listen, I'm going now. So now, everybody, it's like, almost like a stage of saying, I'm no longer responsible. You're responsible. Now you're taking the cover. You say, yes, I accept responsibility. But until mm-hmm. I actually do an act of giving you the, the, the lid, right, you're only responsible for your part of the pit. I'm responsible for my part of the pit. I think that's how we go. Explain. End of the